The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Purse Strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings right here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country, the 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending. The woman. Well, first up, we're going to be talking about celebrity moms. I read this article in Engage Moms. I don't know how many of you get that Engage Moms uh, e-newsletter, but this article is by Pale Burning, and she's with SMG Moms Human Experience Center, and took a little deep dive into celebrity moms, whether or not it's a useful marketing tool, or maybe, you know what, celebrity moms are just too darn perfect to be relatable. Well, according to Pale, Uh, They did a little bit of uh, market research, and what they found is it's kind of a mixed bag. Moms love their celebrity gossip. They really seek it out. They look for it. They find an escape in it. It's all great. Um, And in some regards, these moms actually see a little bit of themselves in those celebrities. So whether it's maybe they're pregnant at the same time or they have children that are close in age, they do often form a bond. But um, at the same time, they see these celebrities oftentimes as the perfection of motherhood, and we know that perfection cannot be achieved, and that can be somewhat depressing to what I'm calling real moms. And the celeb mom can cause additional stress for real moms because they do set the bar so high. So what's really appreciated, according to Pale, and SMG Moms Human Experience Center, is that when celebrity moms act like real moms. So according to them, moms value real stories of motherhood and appreciate it when celebrity moms share their own stories of parenting in a very authentic and genuine way. And in fact, uh, they were saying that they've actually seen kind of a new breed of celebrity moms that are coming out and talking about what it's like to be moms, not what it's like to be celebrity moms or celebrities, but really what they grapple with as moms. And that's when they become the most relatable. Um, Another little uh, twist to all of this, of course, is the celebrity blogger. And I thought it was interesting that they chose to raise up these bloggers, these mommy bloggers, as somewhat um, pseudo-celebrities that a lot of real moms um, seek out to determine you know, how are they dealing with all these things? So whether it's a celebrity mom who's authentic and real 
or a celebrity quote-unquote mommy blogger, uh, both of them can be incredibly effective, according to Pale. And uh, the key is you've got to find someone for your mom to relate to, so they have to be incredibly relatable. So something to keep in mind if you're, you're considering tapping a celebrity, make sure it's the right celebrity speaking to that mom target. Well, I'm going to be talking about my purse profile today, and these women are not moms. In fact, anything but moms. They're the Dooney and Burke babes, and these are single women in their late teens, early 20s, trendsetters, very fashion aware. There's nearly 1.5 million of them out there in the world, the median age of 21. They're in college. They're single. Some do have part-time jobs. Of course, they don't have kids. And, you know, they may be pulling uh, anything from 18000 to 60 thousand dollars in on an annual basis. They do keep up with fashion. Um, they look at fashion magazines to help determine what they're going to buy. I bet those celebrities actually influence some of what they're going to buy um, if they're relatable. And um, they see themselves as influential. Um, people come to them asking advice before buying. They're among the first of their friends to try new styles, and they'll even shop new stores to see what's new. They love to make a statement and stand out in a crowd, and they'll even spend impulsively, especially for clothes. In fact, they say, I spend more than I should on clothes. I spend more than I should on cosmetics. And I even buy clothes that I don't really need. Um, they consider themselves ambitious. They love to seek risk and adventure. And they are all about brand names. They look for their brand names first. So where are they shopping? Well, they're shopping at Banana, Nordstrom's, um, Wet Seal, Victoria's Secret. They do shop Calvin Klein. Um, they're driving Jeep and Acura and Lexus. Um, you know, when it comes to cosmetics, they love their Chanel, their L'Oreal, the Neutrogena, the Almay. Uh, the Clinique. Um, what are they reading? Well, they're reading, as I said, a lot of fashion magazines. So on the younger side, it might be Seventeen. On the older side, it might be Cosmo, Glamour, Elle, and In Style. Um, they're watching a lot of TV, as you can imagine, a lot of um, MTV, E, VH1, um, TBS, um, Showtime, Comedy Central. Uh, so a lot of entertainment there. And then online it's about social networking with Facebook and um, getting their entertainment with the Ticketmaster. Um, and of course technology with Sprint and T-Mobile. So a um, lot of different websites for a lot of different reasons. So keep that in mind when you're engaging her. It's all about fashion and influence. Um, speaking of fashion and influence, um, I'm speaking today with Denise Rosardi. She's the founder of AK Tweens and AllieCats.com, which is a social site for tween age girls. And we're going, we keep going younger and younger in demographic as we go through uh, the the, uh, the show today. We started off with moms and celebrities. We've gone to 20-somethings. And now we're going to tweens. And Denise is certainly the expert when it comes to tweens. Um, we're going to be talking about how marketers can and should be connecting with tweens. If you're not, you're leaving a lot of opportunity on the table. So more from Denise when Purse Strings returns after the break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. 
Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. Podcasting at the speed of sound. WebmasterRadio.fm. The flamethrower. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. Joining me today is Denise Ristari. She's the founder of AK Tweens and AllieCats.com. And she is a noted tween girl expert. Um, you can find her all over um, the national spotlight with CBS Early Show, Today Show, ABC, E! Online, USA Today. She has more than 25 years of marketing and sales experience and, in fact, spent nine years as VP of sales at USA Today. We're talking today with Denise about the undervalued and underexplored teenager market. Denise, welcome to the program. Thank you. I'm so honored to be here. Well, thrilled to have you. You know, I talk a lot about a variety of different female demographics, but I have to admit that I don't talk enough about tweens. And, and you probably more than anyone know that there's a lack of talk about tweens, being the founder and CEO of AK Tweens and Alley Cats. Before we get into the details of how to connect with tweens, though, talk a little bit about what you're doing currently. Um, you caught my attention through Alley Cats, which is a social site for teenage girls. Yes, well, I launched Alley Cats as alleycats.com is a social networking site, a safe social networking site for young girls, tweens, and young teens. And we launched that around six years ago, and we still have alleycats.com, and now we're moving on to some new platforms that are really giving girls the platforms to have their voices be heard, to speak out, and to change the world. So right now I'm an entrepreneur, a change maker, and I'm amplifying the voices of girls and women. I'm working with brands to advise them on how to move to a more positive shift, positive PR and positive, P- and mar- positive PR and marketing. Well, and goodness knows tweens need a voice out there in the marketplace, and, and they're lucky to have you. I know that tweens are a largely underrepresented audience for marketers. Um, is, have you found that to be true, and why do you believe that's true, if you do? Yes, I, well, marketers covet tweens and young teens because they have a huge spending power and influence. There was a report done by EPM Communications in 2008, and at that time, the spending was $43 billion, that's billion, 
in spending power annually, and they influence the spending of billions more on everything from cell phones to vacations to automobiles. But they're hard to reach. So if you look at the top three reasons why it may appear that marketers are not targeting youth, it's because they're hard to find. You can't find them on, online. On Facebook, you should be 13 or older, and if you're not, you have to say you're 13 or older, so you can't go on Facebook and say, I want to find 11-year-olds because you can't figure out who they are because they've signed up as being older. And sites that are for tweens, they have to take a very responsible approach regarding advertising to kids. Number one, because it is the right thing to do, but also because of the rules and regulations and organizations such as a campaign for commercial free childhood. So that is the second. And the third one is marketers are puzzled by them. They don't know what the messaging should be, and they don't know if the messaging should be to the tween or to the mom. Well, and that's true, isn't it? Uh, the the mom probably plays a very, very um, powerful role, I would imagine. Talk a little bit, if you would, about the tween girls on mom. Is it is it a good avenue to consider if you're a marketer to try to reach that kind of elusive tweener as you just talked about? Definitely, and here's why: they they do have their own spending power. But that spending power shows up this way. Say you're at the mall, you're a young girl, you go to the mall, you go with your friend, you have $20 to spend on something, and you'll make that purchase. It could be an impulse buy. It could be something you're longing for. But when you go shopping with mom, that's when you make the big purchases. That's when you do the back-to-school shopping. That's when you buy your computers, all of your electronic equipment. Mom usually okays those purchases. So marketing to moms is very important. We used to call it girl pushed, mom approved. That your girl oh, pushes yeah. it, but mom has to approve it. And that brand or the brands that can do that, that can meet both of those, are the brands that are very successful. Oh, that's that's so smart. I actually have it. I'm a mom of a tweener. I have an 11-year-old, so I, I, I totally get what you're saying. There'll be some things that I forbid her to buy, and she doesn't have that much of her own money nor her own way to get to the mall. So I, right. <laughs> I, I am kind of captive. She's, she's my captive in that regard. But if we can meet on common ground, um, then, yeah, that's when the purchase happens, absolutely. I, I totally, that totally resonates with me. Um, you talked about, though, it's important to um, have a connection with mom and daughter. What are those brands that are resonating these days with those young women? They're really across the board. I find research about tween girls and their shopping and their favorite brands, it all depends on who you're talking to. So here's an example. You talk to a girl who is not health conscious, McDonald's will appear in some research as her favorite brand. Other girls, it won't. You talk to girls about who are fashion savvy, and you will find um, Anthropology, Abercrombie, Uggs, North Face, American Eagle, Converse, Nike, all the way to Tiffany, depending on what, their spending power as well. So you'll, you'll see it's not like the olden days and olden being even 10 years ago where there were a few brands. Girls like finding the offbeat brands. They like going to consignment shops, the thrift shops. But the brands that resonate are the ones that have a badge of honor for them. So a brand like Apple has a real badge of honor. They carry an Apple iPad, iPod, Apple phone, iPhone, whatever it is that has an Apple on it, is a badge of honor. 
So a brand has to have that badge of honor. Interesting. So how do you get that badge of honor? What are these brands doing right? Let's take Apple off the board, okay, because mm-hmm. that's just <laughs> inherent, I think, right? But, but what are the brands doing right to build that badge, if you will? Well, they are being honest and transparent and genuine and authentic, and they do what they say they're going to do, so they don't disappoint the girl. If they say the product is going to get rid of that pimple on her nose that's turning into a mountain for her, it will do that. They let her be an individual. They let her customize the the product and let her own it. It It has to have relevancy. It has to give them something that they want to solve a problem they have or something that they need. Um, you know, as I said, Apple is a good example of all of that, and they <laughs> really need to make the world a better place. That is such a hot button right now for youth that I, can't, I always focus. This, it's my number one focus usually when I'm talking to companies we're working with, that this is probably the most cause mar- cause oriented generation America has ever produced because they're not happy with the world they are inheriting from us and they want to change it. So as a brand, if you can help them change it, not just talk about it, but actually help them in their efforts or help them find ways to change the world, then you have a home run. Mm, that's interesting. That's very interesting. You know, solve a problem and make the, the world better all in one stroke. That's bad. But I would imagine a lot of brands out there who are misstepped with queens, too. How are they misstepped? What are they doing? You were cutting out there for a second. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just saying, what are brands doing wrong if they're failing to with queens? Are they making missteps? They are. You find, I think two of the biggest ones are they're creating products that they don't want, that tweens don't want, that in many cases adults are sitting around in a room thinking this is what they want or one of my, one of the, my pet peeves is the kitchen research that you're in with the kitchen with your daughter and you're using her as a focus group, group of one and believing that the whole world wants what your daughter wants. But the bigger one is even forcing messages on them. They do want marketing messages. So when people say that kids don't want to be marketed to, that isn't absolutely correct. They want to be marketed to if, because they want to learn about what's out there. How else do they find out what's out there is by marketing or through their friends and family. And they want to be on the cutting edge. They want to be the first to know. But they know when a brand is forcing it. And they, don't, they want to know that the brand has taken time to learn about them. They have a really high baloney meter in knowing authentic brands and fake brands. Well, Denise, when we come back, we'll be talking more about how you can connect with teenagers um, and the type of media that they're consuming more from Denise Ristari when Purse Strings returns after the break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. It's time for the 2012 SCS Conference and Expo to make its way back to the Big Apple. New York City. SCS New York 2011 makes its way to the New York Hilton March 19th through the 23rd. 
SES New York 2011 will feature over 70 sessions, nearly 100 exhibitors, and networking opportunities with thousands of marketing and search engine optimization professionals. SES New York 2011 will start with a high-profile opening keynote from Google's digital marketing evangelist, Avinash Kaushik. Don't delay. Come to SES New York 2012, March 19th through the 23rd, inside the New York Hilton. Register right now at searchenginestrategies.com. That's searchenginestrategies.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Hey, it's Brasco for WebmasterRadio.fm, and here's some advice. Are your online conversions getting more clicks than conversions? If you want to start increasing revenue and stop wasting money, you need to go to Conversion Conference West, March 5th through 6th. Learn from leading conversion experts like Tim Ash, Roger Dooley, Jared Spool, BJ Fogg, and Steve Krug. Hear about the latest strategies from turning web visitors into customers from 26 dynamic sessions with conversion optimization leaders. Sign up for Conversion Conference by going to conversionconference.com or clicking on their ad on our website. And when you register, use promo code WMFM and get a 10% discount on your pass. Conversion Conference West in San Francisco, March 5th through 6th. Go to conversionconference.com and use the promo code WMFM and get 10% off. Don't miss it. WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome to the place your competitors get their edge. Jump on it. We're here for you 24-7. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. I've been chatting with Denise Rastari. She's the founder and CEO of AK Tweens and AlleyCats.com. And we've been talking about what brands are doing right to connect with teenagers and what they are doing wrong. And right before the break, we were talking about what brands are doing right to connect with this elusive uh, demographic, like solving their problems while making the world a little bit better of a place. And then what brands are doing wrong, which, of course, is um, coming at them in a very inauthentic uh, way. And we know tweens, just like adult women, have, as Denise says, a high baloney meter. We know that to be true. Um, We talked a little bit just right before you broke, uh, Denise, about influencers. Do you think brands consider 
influence her audiences in their marketing strategies to to reach this teenager and her mom? And if so, what kind of what is the priority among celebrities and reality stars and lifestyle experts? There's so many influencers out there. Do you feel like one resonates over another? On the influencers, I think since the blogosphere has become such a great ground for young girls to become their own celebrities in their own rights, you're seeing that it's much broader now. So if you look at the influencers as the average girl who has become with has thousands of followers and fans, as the and then opposed to the celebrity who is the Hollywood celebrity. The Hollywood celebrities are great, but they're losing their power with the girls. They're still there. I'm not going to say that the girls don't pay attention to what their favorite celebrity is wearing. They do. But they aren't running out and buying it immediately. They're talking about it some, but it doesn't really make it into their world as much. And here's the difference. If they, once again, it goes back to authenticity. If they believe that the celebrity is authentic about what she is promoting, then they'll latch on to it. But they won't latch on to when, when a brand aligns itself with a band, an it girl, an it guy, that isn't authentic. They won't latch on to that. That then takes you into the celebrity who is the average girl who has now become a celebrity. And they, they just like you were talking earlier, Maria, about moms and being able to relate to celebrities who are real, the girls can relate to these real girls who have turned celebrity because they are real. They go to school. They do everything they do. They have an allowance. They have moms who are saying yes and no. They have principals at school. They have all of those things to deal with. So they're, they're authentic and they're real. Yes, and that makes perfect sense. And I would imagine, too, that just like for adult women, tweens are bombarded by media messages, and part of which are those celebrities, those reality stars meant to connect with her. When we look, though, at just general media, where are tweens consuming the bulk of their media, and, and do you feel that that's the best way to reach them is through that medium? Yes, well, you have to be where they are. So if you're working with tweens and girls, they are on every screen that God makes. They're looking at them all. <laughs> TV is no longer referring, in their worlds, referring to that big screen in your living room. When they say they're going to watch TV, that could mean they're going to watch that 42-inch screen, or they could be watching TV on their computers or on any of their electronic devices. So you need to be everywhere they are without invading their privacy and without being annoying to them. Therein lies that fine line. They don't want you popping up. When they're online to talk with their friends, they want to be able to talk to their friends. They don't want you popping up. They want to be able to control that messaging. Mm-hmm. But so well, when you look at the media, sense. it's everywhere they are. They do still mm-hmm. consume print magazines. They love print magazines. Um, but they are someone defined teenagers. I was reading an article a few weeks ago as screen agers, that they are all about the screen. Well, and I can tell you, as I said, I have an 11-year-old. I, I know that to be true, and I try to control that screen time for that very reason. I think she gets bombarded way too much, and is still susceptible, I think, to those marketing messages, like like so many of us can be, but I think even at that age, 
definitely are, are paying attention to what the ads are screaming at them. Do you find that to be true? Yes, yes. And I also think that from the marketing side of it, it's hard figuring it all, figuring out that landscape because here's what happens, and tell me if this happens in your home when you have a young girl who is 11 or 12. She has a certain amount of time that she is permitted to be on the Internet or watching TV or whatever. So you have to really do capture her attention because she'll come home from school and she may have soccer afterwards or band practice or whatever, and you're saying to your daughter, okay, you have... 30 minutes you can go on the internet or an hour. So as a marketer, you've got to be in her world. You've got to be a part of her world. You just can't be flying marketing messages by her. And that goes back mm -hmm. to the doing good. If you're doing good with the girls, you're a part of her world. Got it. So there's more subtle ways to be part of her world than just beaming those messages straight at her, which we shouldn't be doing anyway. Right, exactly. Um, but you've got to be authentic. Up. That's the whole thing. So you just can't wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Talk a little bit, if you would. We have about a minute or two left, mm -hmm. but I, you know, you're the expert for sure. What trends are you watching in the tween space these days? Well, this is definitely the time of the girl. We have seen it coming, and it is here. Global organizations focusing on girl upliftment are definitely working. Organizations like Girl Up. There are now more girls in U.S. universities than there are boys, so that's all great. Girls want heroes. They just don't want pink. There's a rant about from a little four-year-old girl named Riley on the Internet that is very cute, ranting about, as a little four-year-old, she wants heroes. She just doesn't want pink. And that really translates to the tweens. They're sharers and they're creators. So they'll share the wild stuff that brands have. And if the wild stuff isn't there, they'll create it on their own. They want to be part of the buying decision in a very big way. They're finding the best deals and information for their families that they're passing on now to their moms. I don't know if your daughter does that, but it's becoming more and more common that they are scouring the net. Um, and they are a generation of change. As I've said, they, this must be the most cause-oriented generation America has ever produced. And they need brands to support them. And those are my top five trends. Well, those are huge, and I will say yes. I do have my daughter at this age and stage of her life referring things to me, and so there's a lot of power in that for marketers to reach mom through tweens. So not just reaching tweens through moms. I think there is that that dual that duality opportunity for marketers, and so I absolutely concur with that. Thank you so much for sharing those, and Denise. For those people listening today who maybe tweens are a new market for them or a market where maybe they aren't having as much success and would love to reach out to you, how is the best way to reach you? You can email me, and it's denise at alleycats.com, and I will spell that, D-E-N-I-S-E, at A-L-L-Y-K-A-T-Z-Z.com. Great. Denise at alleycats.com. Denise, thank you so much for being on the program today. Just really uh, delightful to talk to you and, and glean some new insight into tweens. And I do highly encourage listeners today, if you are not um, – if you're not in the market for tweens, but you're thinking about getting into it, huge opportunities there. You just have to, as Denise has shared with us, uh, be crafty and, and subtle in the way you connect with her. But great insight, Denise. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Maria. 
And thanks to my producer, George, for getting us through another show and join me right here for another edition of Purse Strings next Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, make it a great one. 